The Hypodermic Needle Model is a media effects theory that came around in the early 30s. It suggests that in communication, the sender, being the radio broadcast, television show, commercial, or what have you, is able to directly implant their message into the receiver, being us. And as an audience, we will wholly and directly accept the entire message without question. Obviously, that's not the case. This theory has been rejected by many scholars because the media cannot possibly have that much control over our thoughts. But in the early 50s, some might argue that the CIA tried to do just what the theory suggested to a group of targeted individuals. This is MK Ultra, and you're listening to White Noise. All right, so that <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about um, MK Ultra. And for those of you who don't know what MK Ultra is, it is also known as Operation. Paperclip, which I love. I think that's my favorite part about these little documented um, CIA, FBI projects, government projects that go down are the names they come up with. We've got Project Monarch, Project Rainbow, Project Paperclip is what we're going to be talking about today. Operation Paperclip. This was something done by the CIA. This happened in 1953 and it went on to... 1964, according to some sources, after some forced confessions, it was officially halted in 1973. But in 1967, we had someone come out and say the records were destroyed in 1973. But in 1977, we have someone named Victor Marchetti who came out and said, yes, it's still going on. And Victor Marchetti happened to be the CIA director at the time. So as far as we're concerned, Project Paperclip, MK Ultra is still going on today, but we're gonna talk about it. What? Right? We're gonna talk about the early, early parts of this. Do this. Yeah, let's do this. So a little bit about this. This was a CIA project that mm-hmm. took place from 1953 to 1964. Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> As I was saying, on unsuspecting people and use mind control experiments that left them emotionally crippled for life. And keep in mind, the CIA did not deny that this took place, that this took place. So that's kind of an interesting thing. When it was brought up, they didn't deny it. No, so, they didn't. So if you actually go to the CIA's website, they have released documents on this whole thing. And this one was released in 2012. And this was an article in the Washington Post that came out in 1982. I'll, I'll have Asher read oh, the yes. quote. This is an actual quote from the CIA. All right. Research chemical and biological and radiological materials for use in clandestine operations to control human behavior. Psychoactive chemicals would work on the victim's mind and emotions to release from restraint of self-control. Thank you, Asher. And that was an actual quote in the Washington Post about these admissions made to the Justice Department. So this ultimately, this whole experiment was ultimately used as a truth serum for Soviet captors' confessions. And the only reason why the United States embarked in this underlying experiment was to keep up with Soviet advances in mind control technology. So they were concerned that Soviet, and this was during the Cold War, so we're trying to one-up everybody and everything. And we have the idea that the Soviets and China is taking direct, direct drastic measures to completely control the minds of their people. And they were also worried that soldiers being captured over in the Soviet Union would be more willing to leak information if they were being tortured. So with this project MK Ultra, the hope of the United States was to was for the soldiers who were captured to not spill any secrets whatsoever no matter what amount of torture was imposed on them. So I think it's pretty interesting where this kind of falls into um a lot of people said that this whole idea of mind control a lot of the things they did, and they were saying they did, there are testimonies of it being satanic and dark, occult practices being pushed on on these people. But a lot of people are relating that to celebrities and powerful elites. I'm going to get to that later. But for the meantime, CIA did extreme sleep deprivation, magic, electroshock, large doses of drugs, magic. and hypnosis. They even said magic. They said magic. 
So they're going to do electric shock, lobotomies, drugs, and other forms of torture. And then someone's going to pull silks out of their their sleeve for an hour. Yeah, that's the whole point of this, was so that they could... (laughs) I don't know why that was in there, but they did say magic. They did magic. Well, it's interesting. It's really interesting. That's convincing. Have you ever been to a really good magic show? Yeah. Didn't it make you just want to spill all your secrets? <laughs> I saw Penn and Teller, but, you know, I didn't. I gave him my social security number. Exactly. And if you would have went through this, like, other electric shock, satanic rituals, you wouldn't have done so. Um, you wouldn't have leaked those secrets. So next time you're seeing Lance Burton or <laughs> whoever you watch. Uh, satanic rituals are they talking about? Because So this is more in lines with the celebrity mk ultra so a lot of people conspiracy theorists and this is going kind of down the rabbit hole because mk ultra there's a lot of evidence from the early cia i'm talking the early early 60s there's a lot of evidence for this okay but we have to be honest here too a lot of these celebrities do drugs anyway right and some of it this is this is where the rabbit hole comes down because there's testimonies i'm on the right drug i'm gonna say that the cia is doing a lot of things to me well, a lot of celebrities have gone there. So let's let's talk about the celebrity thing in the MK Ultra. Let's do it. Let's let's, let's go there. Let's go down there. So we'll talk I'm gonna talk a little bit about celebrities who have claimed to have been in control through MK Ultra, the government mind control. Amanda Bynes. She tweeted that she had a microchip in her brain. So I don't know if you remember when she had her little breakdown. She was very convinced that she was being watched by the government. Did you ever watch Roseanne? Amanda Bynes is not on Roseanne. Different, different story. Roseanne actually and Amanda Bynes were together in these satanic cults. Really? No. So Could Roseanne, be a fly on the wall. <laughs> Roseanne Barr openly admitted that there is a lot of MK Ultra in Hollywood. Um, Britney Spears is another person people like to point to. Okay, my faithful listeners. There's a lot of drugs in Hollywood, as far as I know. Does that make it all MK Ultra? Because there's a lot of crazy people. And LSD is pretty popular. I feel like, yes, they might be using public figures as experiments, but I feel like they are smarter than to use Amanda Bynes as, no offense to her, but to use her as, you know, the portal for influence because no one's watching Amanda Bynes. Yeah, but when she had her little breakdown... That was what was on the covers of magazines. That's what people were watching. People cared then. Define people. That's hard to define. <laughs> That's what Andrea was watching. Andrea was waiting every morning for the next Amanda Bynes story. I was totally clicking, refreshing my computer. I guess that's a good point, but she was relevant at the time. Miley Cyrus is a big one. Basically, they're saying celebrities are puppets. Puppets used to for distract what? to distract us, to distract us from what's actually going on. I'm against the distraction thing because... No, no. No, no, let me explain. Sure, there's some distraction going on, but I feel like in this day and age with Vine and Facebook and like people don't care and they only care about the news that's being distracted from because they're interested in this whole, the fact that there's a conspiracy going on. So then now they're like, hold on, because this happened, they're hiding it from, you know, this bill that just got passed. So now okay. we're interested in this bill that we wouldn't have cared about otherwise. So it's actually drawing more attention to the bill than distracting from the bill. Okay, maybe amongst us and our friends we're having those no, conversations, but everyday people aren't talking about this as a big distraction. Do you everyday know? Everyday people who aren't talking about it don't care either way. They're the ones who are watching this celebrity gossip and following. Well, not everybody's watching that, okay, but but people who are watching celebrity gossip are probably not focused or even care on the political news that that's going on in the world they're not there's two there's two there's different kinds of people like people who are keeping up with the kardashians are not keeping up with the the fords or the kennedys no but there are very educated people who like watching those shows to kind of distract them from the horrible things that are happening that said if they're watching it to be distracted they're already aware of the other Stuff that's happening, and they are making the conscious decision to watch something else. Oh, you're gonna face like, oh, are they making the conscious decision, or is it MK Ultra coming in and taking over their minds and telling them to watch 
the Kardashians because I feel like the government smart has a lot more money than to have us watch a show about. All I'm saying is I don't think they're doing that. There's this thing in media studies called agenda setting. And agenda setting is an actual thing that news stations do. What they will do is they will report on stories they find more important more frequently. A big story in the Fox news. news does it all the time. Every news station does it. It's not just Fox. Everyone does it where they're going to report the big story that's going on. They're going to put that number one every day. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. And... People are going to rate that as a more important story because it's covered more. Whereas it might not be that important because something else might be going on too. But because it shows up in the news so often, because everyone's talking about it and talking about it, people think that's the most important story. It's called agenda setting. The media cannot tell you what to think. It cannot tell you what to think, but it can give you the thoughts to think about. So they're putting those thoughts in your head to distract you. Maybe not even distract, maybe distract's a different word, but they're putting those thoughts in your head to make you think about that. So you cannot be thinking about other things. What are they keeping us from? I'm just playing um, devil's advocate here because it makes for a better conversation. So whoever's listening, don't take everything I say as gospel for what I personally feel. You should, you really should. No, but okay, so there let's let's play this as though they are giving us here's what we want you to think about. Yeah. Let's play a game. <laughs> okay, so what makes the stories that they're telling us more or less important than this cuz they'll tell us about a genocide that happens here to keep us from thinking about a genocide that happened there. Our minds are going to be thinking about a genocide either way. Basically, and this is my theory they're going to be telling the stories that are going to be getting them more clicks. They're going to be telling the stories that are going to get them more views. Well, they're in it for the they're in it for the money. That's their bottom okay, line. But we do the exact same thing. In what way? Okay, so I know we do, but like what do you mean? Okay, so we we're sitting here creating this attack against the government for controlling the direction of our thoughts, right? I'm not attacking the government. I'm attacking the media. You're just afraid someone's listening. (laughs) Okay, but we're getting out like, oh, the media wants us to think about this. The media wants us to think about that. They don't want us to, whatever. We do the exact same thing every day. Maybe not you because you're not really into it, but like we take a million selfies yet only two of them go on Instagram because we don't want the public to see the other 98, my math's off, the... the, (laughs) All the rest of the selfies, we want them. To, we want ourselves to be portrayed this way. So we're gonna put this up. It's not us doing any sort of mind control. It's just this is the face that we want to present because we know we have to present a face. So let's give us. That so face. you're gonna present the face that's probably gonna get you the more likes. You're yes. you're gonna put that face up there. So for an example of how the media has manipulated people into this. In 1975, a really good summer blockbuster came out that we actually talked about on our top 10 horror movies. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect came out. No. um, In 1975, the summer blockbuster hit Jaws came out. And Jaws... Go for it. Do it. Get it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The Jaws came out. So what happened was it was a huge hit. It's a... (laughs) It's a movie about a shark. For those of you who have not seen Jaws, it's a classic movie about a shark and shark attacks. So because that movie came out and it was such a hit, news stations started reporting more stories about shark attacks. So all of a sudden we had this burst of shark attack stories going all over the news. So what they did was they surveyed people and asked them, all right, guys, how relevant is shark attacks? Let's talk about shark attacks. How relevant are they? And they found that people, even people in landlocked states were saying shark attacks are a big deal. We need to be aware of them and we need to stop. We we need to make them stop happening. They are terrified of shark attacks, even though the likelihood of a shark attack happening is very, very unlikely, especially for those in landlocked states. But yet they were concerned about it because the news was constantly putting that out there. There's this other media effect theory that they have called um, Mad World, Mean World Syndrome. And it said it showed people who watched a lot of news. So we know the people who constantly are watching news. So they took those people and they surveyed them and asked them, 
How do you see the world? And what they found was the people who watch more news rated a lot of sharks. There's a lot of sharks. What they what they found, and this was after 1975. Thank you, Asher. What they found was that people who watch a lot of news actually predicted, actually rated the crime rate significantly higher than it actually was. So they saw the world in a more negative way because they were constantly being exposed to these negative news stories. So this is an actual phenomenon that happens in the media. Okay, but I'm not protecting the media here. I'm just giving the... uh it sounds like you want to work for one of those stations and you're like, no, 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 they wouldn't ever do something well, like that. I'm just trying to think critically and get the whole picture here and because we don't have them here to speak for themselves. We are the media. We're the alternative media. I'm talking mainstream, just so that's clarified. Valid point. We don't have a stream. <laughs> but I know that the only stream that we're in, there are a lot of sharks. I feel like this argument could be go no matter what the media is portraying, though. If they're portraying a lot of crime, people are like, oh, hold on. The media wants to think there's a lot of crime. But then they're like, well, let's see what Nancy Joe has today. Well, hi, Tom. I've got a lot of muffins for sale. And, and then they're going to be like, oh, the media is trying to portray way too many optimistic news stories. So now they're hiding something from us. And yes, they are hiding something from us because the world has some evil in it. And then they're like, oh, they're not telling us about the bank robbery that happened like last week because Nancy Joe needs to talk about her muffins. I get what you're saying, but I have yet to see a positive news story right now in recent media. Maybe because if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't read whatever that saying is. I guess that's why. Have you never heard that saying? Like if it bleeds, it reads. And blood (laughs) theme of the show today is sharks. Now, I will say, though, before I kind of go down the rabbit hole. Media, if anything, is being controlled in mind control. It's the media. Everything's being controlled. That doesn't always make it a bad thing. You need some control. Go ahead, Asher. I think we throw these words around very willy-nilly. Is Oh, they're controlling it, so now they're, oh, they're playing God. Whatever. We There's 24 hours in a day, uh, seven days a week, 52 weeks in a year, unless it's, yeah, 52 weeks in a year, 365 days in a year unless it's leap year you can only tell so many stories the media has to choose which stories to tell now i agree we have a bunch of different news channels so why can't we tell different stories we can spread the wealth however there's the same script going to each and every news channel which i'm sure you're getting to because i know you're grabbing the mic and that usually means oh i want to talk about that later and she's looking at her notes she's like okay now i gotta reschedule this (laughs) I'm not even looking at my notes for this. This is stuff I learned in school. I know I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is we're at this point right now where we don't trust the news. I don't watch the news. Well, why don't you watch the news? See, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we're not trusting of mainstream news like we used to be back in the day when everyone had their favorite anchors. And I'm talking early, early news, like TV just came out. I'm talking 60s when they would close with the national anthem, which I will get into later. But they would close with the national anthem, which I will get into because. 1960s. So this was when everyone trusted their main, they trusted the news they were receiving, whether or not they should have or not. That's a conspiracy theory in itself. There is a reason why they tell you if you want to read good news, look at what other countries are saying. Don't just stick within the United States. So if you want to listen, if you want to hear what's going on in the world. Yes, but you currently see the news we put out about North Korea. I'm pretty sure if you want to get a good picture of America, you're not going to go to North Korean news. No, you would not go there. <laughs> so uh, there's that one saying that goes around. Was it losers never write the history books? So you're not really going to get the full story from any. That goes with a lot of experiments and stuff too. Well, that's why they're saying if you want accurate news, don't just look into the American news media. Look into like. Europe's look into what other countries are saying about what's going on because that will get you a more accurate picture. Don't look in North Korea. You guys want a lesson on how to look at news and I don't do this all the time because I like to, you know, there's a lot of good shows on TV that we'll be getting into, but (laughs) so I don't have time to go into too much news, but when you see news stories, you should always, you know, take that as a blueprint of here's something that's going on, but this article is not the story. It's just the topic. 
Now, why would you say that? Okay, we're going to use a news source as an example right now. I'm going to go to Fox News. And while you do that, I'll go to I'll go to CNN. Two completely different news sources right now. Ooh. Yeah, so the news is basically a blueprint. You can't just get your story from one source. Otherwise, you're getting one person's point of view, just like if you're only listening to me talk. Yeah. Actually, the best way to put it is, say you and I are talking about a friend, right? I don't have many of those, but say we're talking about a friend. It's like if I were to talk about one of my friends, right? And... I had an issue with this friend. Me giving you my point of view of this friend is, won't be great. But if you talk to that person's best friend, they're going to speak up this person like they're a saint. But if you only listen to one of us, you're not going to get the right picture of that person. Unless you talk to the person themselves, which is... People don't like doing that, though, because that doesn't provide good news. Because then you get the real story, and then it's like, oh, he didn't actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can both agree that there is something going on with news media where you aren't getting the full picture. Whether or not they're doing that to manipulate people, I don't know if I could go that. I mean, yes, I, th I actually, yeah, so I could go that far. written by humans, mm -hmm. and humans have opinions. And the I was about to say the problem with that. What, it's what? not necessarily a problem with humans having opinions because that's what we were created to do. But I'm saying we're humans. We're writing a story. We're going to put our own thoughts into the story at some point. It's going to be biased. If you look at the mainstream media, we have six corporations that control 90% of the media in the United States. So you have to keep that in mind. So I only have six channels, so it's fine. They're probably all owned by Disney. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> you only have six channels. Look, Disney's got Marvel. It's got Star Wars. I am set. We're good. Disney owns ESPN. Disney owns so much. What else do we need? <laughs> Why is this a problem, <laughs> Why is this? This is not a problem. I'm just saying. I just buy stocks in Disney. Um, no, there. <laughs> well, this is this is why this could be a problem. Six big corporations. In the scenario that's not run by Disney. So ninety percent. So these big six corporations. We've got GE, and they own Comcast, NBC, Universal Pictures, and Focus Features. We got News Corp that owns Fox, Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post. Disney, which owns. ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Miramax, and Marvel Studios. Yeah! Viacom owns MTV, Nick Jr. Uh, yeah, do I get a yeah for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but BET, <laughs> CMT, and Paramount Pictures. Are people watching those channels anymore? Uh, they're not doing so hot. I don't think they are. Um, we got Time Warner. They own CNN, HBO, okay. Time, and Warner Bros. Okay. CBS is the last one, and they own Showtime, Smith. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> NFL. I know they're in Jeopardy in 60 minutes. Basically, though, we have 90% of the media is owned by six big giants. There could be an issue Most there. Most of them run actual like, studios, and then CBS <laughs> runs a <show>. Jeopardy. <laughs> and that's one of the Which, top. How popular? Because if I ran Jeopardy, I would. How popular is Jeopardy now? Is it still. It's pretty popular. Had that, really? What's his name just win like. <laughs> you watch it, I take it. Um, <laughs> oh, and they run the Smithsonian Channel. <laughs> Ooh, Smithsonian. You, I mean, you have to understand, like, these are the big people controlling our media. 90% of it. So, yeah, there's going to be some bias in there. I mean, you okay. look at... Yes, there will be bias. And it's really easy to think or assume that there's something wrong when four or five, six people run everything. But... At the same time, why is it wrong, Andrea? Why would it be wrong or scary that six people run all these major networks? Now, it might not be. But the scary part in lies in what their motives are. So basically, if it's a corporation, they want to spend money. Mm -hmm. So their motive, bottom line, is probably money. But at what length will they stop to do this? Already corporations have gone to far lengths advertising advertisers stuff they do to get you to consume a product is insane even the flicker rate on tvs are like kind of put you i'm not going to say hypnotic trance but like a close to a hypnotic trance to keep watching the tv that's why you can binge you don't really have to do a hypnotic Jeez, trance on me like though if you just put the pixar logo at the beginning of a movie like you know i'm gonna watch it like three times that night that's exactly what they want. Um, <laughs> well, well, I guess at the long term, I mean, 
I like to think we vote with our remote. I mean, if you don't like what's being shown, don't watch it and get mad. Just turn it off. The biggest thing you can do is just put your remote, put your money with in what you believe in. I mean, because they're making money with you keeping no, it on. But going back to MK Ultra, <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> okay, so way back, way back in the 60s, we've got. I kind of want to talk about this because it wasn't just the CIA. It wasn't just the government. There were 185 non-government people working on this outside of what we know. Um, there were 12 different hospitals who agreed to let people test on terminal cancer, cancer patients to see what they would do. I mean, if they were capable of doing this back then, do you think that something like this could go on now without us knowing? I think that they were more capable of doing this back then than they are now. And why is that? Why? Because we didn't have as many rules back then for as far as ethics go and as much knowledge as far as what works. So it was really just spitting in the wind back then for trying to figure these things out. I feel like there's a greater process of elimination now because we know what doesn't work. If you're coming into this fresh-minded and you, you're this evil scientist like Dr. Valentine <laughs> and you're coming into this and you're like, I want to run the world. But you don't have this literature on what's already been done. And just like they say losers don't write the textbooks, they don't write the case studies or the experiments either. You don't see case studies or experiments on which experiments failed, which would really be helpful. Don't you though? No, they really don't write as many. Like if you're to write this study... Maybe that's where I was going. If this drug, new drug, works for fat loss, right? You're going to see the study on the drug that worked for fat loss and to what significance level it worked for fat loss, but you're not going to see the tens of thousands of studies on the drugs that did not work. If we had those out there, the tens of thousands of studies, I'm, my numbers may be pretty high, but if you had the tens of thousands of studies on this stuff that didn't work, a new scientist can come in and see these studies and he, know exactly where to start and go on but is it is it like a pride thing that they don't put out the stuff that didn't work like why wouldn't it they? doesn't sell oh okay well not, not like it the, doesn't it i mean it doesn't sell doesn't read yeah wouldn't sell. Right. like the study doesn't sell like no one's interested in reading it but back then in the mk ultra days mcultra as i like to call it <laughs> you were in a world where you didn't even have these studies because they didn't take place so you're picking up stuff like lsd I know it causes hallucinations. It deprives senses. So maybe you could put this person in a state where we can control them. Boom. Let's put a little smiley face. No, it's ecstasy. Let's uh, put some LSD drops in their water, whatever they did. Mm -hmm. And let's see what we can do with them. Let's let's have some fun. Let's let's put them in a sensory deprivation tank, which is also part of MKUltra. Let's lose all our senses to see what we can do with them. Let's beat the crap out of them and then see what we can do with them. Like... And pull out multiple tissues from your sleeve and see if you can wow them with your magic. <laughs> then watch how I turn this purple silk into a blue silk and then to a yellow silk. And then pull a dove out of my sleeve. And, then... <laughs> and it poofs into thin air. back in the days before YouTube where uh, you could just get on YouTube and be like, oh, how is this trick done? Oh. And then you can watch like some six-year-old talk about like, oh, uh, and well... I don't actually have a dove because I can't afford a dove, but I know for a fact that someone pull, gets a wire and attaches here and like there's a box on the other side of the room and since I don't have the money, I'm just going to draw it on my screen here. Because <laughs> it wasn't magic, like tricks like that. You had to like go into a vault to get actual how to do actual tricks before you could look it up on YouTube. You had to actually be pretty high in that community. You had to know, I know people. They make it sound like a cult. It does kind of. But it's cool. It, it's it like does. Cult. It's just because it wasn't readily available because you can Google things. If you weren't interested, you didn't know. But you know, everyone has friends. If you're an athlete, you're gonna hang around other athletes, get tricks of the trade. If you're an accountant, you're gonna. No one wants to talk about accounting at work or after work. But like I'm saying, like these magicians, they hung around other magicians and like. But like to break into it, like if you. Okay, I have two friends, and now all of a sudden I want to get into magic, and this was before I could look it up online. Actually, How I it would be more secretive because nowadays, if you write something down, most of the time we'd probably put it on our tablet, on the computer, whatnot. Oh, I just... Let's take it all the way back okay. to like one of the first magic tricks where you... The cups and balls, which is like the old Egyptian stuff, 
nowadays, if no magic was created, I created the cups and balls, right? Mm-hmm. I'd probably have that written down. I'd probably have some videos of it. Just to be like, huh, this looks pretty cool. I'd show my non-existent girlfriend because I'm in doing magic. And <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> there are some ladies who like magic. <laughs> and anyway, so... And then eventually get on YouTube, there's places to publish it. Nowadays, you can publish stuff that's not even interesting to the everyday public. But if I'm in Robert Houd- Robert Houdin, I can't even say his name right now. Houdini? No, it's uh, actually a fun fact for you. We'll get into Houdini sometime next year. But Robert Houdin is actually the influence for Eric Weiss mm-hmm. or Houdini. He created all... He did like the magic orange tree and stuff anyway (laughs) like in those days they didn't publish as much so really if you want to know how it's done you gotta know the guy and the guy's gotta be willing to give it away and it was basically a freaking miracle so we were talking about censorship of patient tanks and stuff so there's no ethics and stuff and created of what's the politically correct way to do this i mean there's evil people anyway but they honestly didn't know how to control someone's mind so let's try everything i don't know why not once during all of our examples, we didn't mention hypnosis, which was actually one that was used, but we kept mentioning <laughs> magic tricks. <laughs> well, 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 why don't we get into hypnosis? But before, I, I mean, I want to comment on what you said. Back then, they kind of were able to do anything, and it might be more limited today. We're talking about a a world, almost, that was supposed to be unknown to the public. And I would assume the government is doing things today that are supposed to be unknown to the public. We're in this world where it's not supposed to be leaked, you know? So don't you think that kind of opens it up for more controversial experiments versus like a public study done at a prestigious university? You know what I mean? We're in a very iffy age for information because I think we spoke about this before or we may have spoken about it privately, but people want to know stuff and... A lot of information goes wrong because people want to know stuff like the Vegas shooting. People want to know why it was done, how it was done, etc. And they demanded information now. Like the second the first gunshot went off, people were like, I need to know now. Was it a speaker blown up? Was it a shooter? How many shooters? I mean, if there's echoes, someone's, someone's bound to go like, there's like 12 shooters. I heard 12 shooters. And then the news is like, oh, we need money. Uh, we want to be the first one to get a news story out. Uh, what are you guys hearing down there? 12 shooters? Okay, there's 12 shooters out there. Right, and you, but you have to understand why. Again, Tom Petty is a good example. That same day, they were- I'm free! Oh my gosh. Free! He was, he was a good artist. Um, but Tom Petty, you know, they reported him dead when he actually wasn't dead. It was just getting the story- not at the time when it was reported. So it was reported twice. Like he wasn't officially dead in the first time. You want to know these things. Exactly. So we are in that time. I mean, but you can understand why. Like you, but you have to understand that. Like, like if I were popular, I had a cough. People were like, is he gone now? Is he gone? Like, <laughs> they would be like, oh, we, please. We no. <laughs> no. They, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand why they want that information, especially regarding something as significant as a shooting. And that's how conspiracy theories happen is because the police department, the FBI, when they took over, they can't give you all the information they so have. Thought. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting, but I, I will forget it later. Without as many sources for this people to get information like internet and actually internet's really the main one. Was it the CIA being extra secretive or did it appear secretive because the information just wasn't getting out? Like, would they be able to get away with the same type of secrecy as they did then? With all these normal, everyday civilians. Right. Well, according, if this, if MK Ultra went as planned, it's still going on today and there are targeted... I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. There are targeted individuals. So there are people out there who claim they are being controlled by the government, being targeted. Okay, so... This started, what, 1950s? Yes. You said? Okay, th- that yeah. it's been about 60 years. It's been a while. I feel like the experiments that they're doing are useful, and their intentions may have been innocent at one point, because they wanted to do this with prisoners. I believe they started this with Nazis. Nazis. Oh, Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. Like, they used some Nazi uh, prisoners and whatnot, and I mean, I wouldn't call war innocent. So it probably started innocent and their ultimate goal being, 
okay, we want to influence how you think. And obviously any secular person, I'm not going to hold on. If I can get this little bit of power, what's a little more power? And then they keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. But I feel like in the 60 years it's been, mm-hmm. yes, they're probably doing it. They're probably doing it in warfare still. I think our enemy's doing it as well. Probably if not more, and maybe it's just because the news sources we're getting. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they're a whole lot cleaner and purer than we are. <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> I, yeah. We're just getting bad news out there, but... So so you're, you're saying, if I'm getting this correctly, that... This is still going on today, um, but maybe not in the extreme, like torturing people. I mean, we do that though. We do that to people. We do that. We we've well, tortured. Yeah. So, like, are you saying it? I think this idea of like mind control is still going on today. Maybe not in the regards of complete can total control over an individual. But let's talk about hypnosis because that would essentially be like complete control over an individual. Sleep. No, it didn't work. And uh, yeah, he's telling me that. <laughs> I'm, I'm still awake. I'm sorry. You need to work on your hypnosis. But let's talk a little bit about hypnosis because this was also something that is said to have gone on for MK Ultra. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe someone in the audience fell asleep right now. I don't know if you did comment. But before we get into hypnosis... Let me ask you this. Sorry for putting you on the spot. What would the benefit of having control over a massive amount of people, not complete control, but like you said, maybe a little bit of control be? You can see there is a benefit there, right? Absolutely. What kind of person am I? The normal, I don't know, because I mean, you'd have to be a little bit corrupt to like want to control people. You know what I mean? Depends on the kind of control that you want to do. Like, if I'm an artist, I want people to buy my art. Right. If I am a cook, I want people to buy my food. If I am a politician, I want people to follow me. If I'm a dictator, I want people to follow me. So with that being said, you could see the appeal in a small sliver of of mind control, of this MK Ultra thing. You can see why that would well, happen. People do it daily, even people who consider themselves innocent human beings like you or I. In some way, shape, or form, we want to influence people. No, even people like you or I who are agreeably innocent in the whole taking over the world mindset, we are still interested in influencing people. Otherwise, books like How to Influence People by Dale Carnegie would not be as popular as they are. How You have all those self-help books on how to make people like you. I don't think they're called that. They're a little. They're they're called a little. You need friends. Like that's the bottom line of those self help books. You need the friends. Yeah, and that's really, and that's incredibly popular. So these are just people taking to the next level, basically finding the cheat codes for getting people to like you. I mean, I guess you could say the ultimate form of mind control is probably in advertising. I I think that's kind of one thing that advertisers have unlocked. They. They do a really good job of selling. They do a great job of selling stuff to people. Now, and that's right, wrong, however that is, it's 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 up to the person itself. But going to MK Ultra and McUltra. McUltra, your favorite. It sounds like a beer. But if we did a beer called McUltra, we could put like some of that, what is it? Fluoride fluoride, fluoride in the beer, beer and then control people through the beer. Okay, but okay. <laughs> It has to be a combination, though. I was thinking about this on the drive up. Putting fluoride in water alone won't do anything. Right. Giving someone LSD alone won't do anything. Putting someone in a sensory deprivation tank alone won't do anything. All those things are doing is putting this person in a state of mind where they are ready to absorb information. So it's basically taking, like, you and I are, like, hard thick-skinned human beings right like nothing can get through us (laughs) yes but so they would come to us and they'd be like here take a little lsd and lie in the sensory deprivation tank as we pour thoughts into your brain so but why why it just depends on what 
the agenda is, and we oh. don't know that right now. Right, right. Because I don't get paid enough to have those sit-downs with the CIA and be like, yo, <laughs> what do you want to know? And there are people out there, I was just thinking about this the other day, <laughs> who would love to get free LSD. <laughs> and so why are we grabbing random people? Why don't we grab the person who's like, I'll go. <laughs> like someone who just, I, you know, and then do the mind control experiments on those people. Now, now I get what you're saying. So let's talk a little bit about hypnosis because before Asher and I started recording, you showed me the most fascinating clip on hypnosis. Now, some things to be noted, not everybody can be hypnotized. You have to be open to it. You have to be willing to be hypnotized. Yeah, that's really where a lot of psychology goes wrong is a lot of psychological disorders can be fixed with hypnosis and suggestion. A lot go wrong and are created with hypnosis and suggestion as well. It's like uh, dissociative identity disorder, which is a whole other thing. Wait, what is that though? Do you, do- dissociative uh, identity disorder is DSM official title for multiple personality disorder. And they they believe that it's really like not as common as people say, but an actual dissociative identity disorder. Basically, it comes from suggestion, oh. a lot of it, and it's it's a whole other thing. I'm not an expert on, so I'm not going to go too detailed on in case <laughs> we have people listening to me on and writing it down and taking it to school. And your professors are listening. They're like, oh, <laughs> this is not what we talked about in class. <laughs> So if you guys want to know anything, just go talk to my professor. I'm sure she knows everything on the subject, and I trust her in everything she says. Um, You're an open canvas. You're in your sensory deprivation I am a sponge. Tank. Speaking of sensory deprivation tanks, we're gonna, let's just get this out of the way. Okay. And then we'll get into hypnosis but so that we can go in better order. Sure. Because we already talked about sensory deprivation tanks. We talked about LSD. We talked about... Speaking of electric, LSD, electric shock. <laughs> you're trying to avoid it. Electric shock. One of the most recent examples we have of this is in Stranger Things. Oh yeah. For some reason, Andrea has not picked up on Stranger Things yet. She's a busy woman, so I'm sure one day she will catch up on Stranger Things. Is that correct? I will give the show another shot. Yes. She had a lot going on at the time. Um. <laughs> but really. The show is a great depiction of MK Ultra as finest. They actually uh, reference it about a million times. I took count, and by the time we air this show, people should be halfway caught up. But I'm gonna try to explain where they go into it. Basically, the girl known as Eleven. Are you already? No, I know. I know. You know Eleven. Yeah, I know. So really, her mother Terry was taken by the government while she was pregnant and actually underwent the. MK Ultra experiments with LSD and electroshock and all sorts of torture and eventually her daughter was kidnapped from her by the doc- doctors there and given all these experiments and that's where the show is all going haywire right now so if you need a good depiction of what MK Ultra does to people in a fictional sense check out the show I don't want to ruin too much of it because it is the perfect television show. Sort of like a mini-series. Well, it is a mini-series. It's basically like an eight-hour beautiful movie. And I'm just going to end my passionate speech about Stranger Things right now because I'm getting the look. For some reason, she does not like the show. I do not know why. We know why. (laughs) (laughs) Well. But hypnosis. Um, Yeah, like you said before, (laughs) hypnosis, you need to be suggestible do it like like you you don't really want to be hypnot hypnotized right now i mean not Actually, not that would be really cool not this red hot minute but i'd be down i'd be down to i've i'd be down to be hypnotized by someone i trust not just some youtube video online no uh, it works when you can what do you mean by some youtube video online you can do youtube hypnosis i recommend it in like the online meditation and whatnot but they have hypnosis for that like they do yeah but again you want to feel like you're in a safe place that's why you don't usually get hypnotized in public good hypnotists you know always ask for permission (laughs) i hope (laughs) no and that well don't you have to kind of know you're being hypnotized to be hypnotized yeah 
Or you have to be willing to do it or in a state of mind. Oh, I wonder if this is where LSD is coming in. No, but you do need to be willing to be hypnotized. That's why a lot of, like we were going into before, a lot of psychological disorders aren't fixed because whew, a lot of psychological disorders are self-reported because there's for some reason, like if someone's having a heart attack, you can just throw them in a hospital. Someone breaks their leg, you're like, oh, get in the car, you're going to the hospital. But someone's like, oh, I have depression or I have schizophrenia. Not a lot of people go around saying I have schizophrenia, but... but. Like you have to self-report like and then you have to actually take yourself and get checked and all that fun stuff. So it's a little more difficult to actually have hypnosis take place, but it is possible to treat these things. And I know a guy, he created neurological linguistic programming, Richard Bandler, who used to do this a lot, but he did for good. Where, you know, he'd help people overcome fears and performance deficiencies, not necessarily in bed like you're probably assuming but i was not i was assuming stage fright <laughs> well no hyp- hypno- hypnotism can be used for good things i mean it can i mean it's been known to people go to stop for their sleep issues people go cluck, cluck, cluck like a chicken and- cluck like a chicken i mean that those are good things those are good those things, are great things. um yeah. we need more of that but it can be used for bad things too like there's another side to it do you do you agree you can also take well, that to a bad side. Like we watched on, on YouTube before we started this show. It's a great series on um, mind control by Darren Brown, a very popular magician slash mentalist in England. What's a mentalist? A guy who does a lot of mental things. Or is this a serious question? No, it is, is it? a serious question. Like, <laughs> like what? Because I thought it... Is that the same thing as like an illusionist? Is a mentalist the same thing as like they're all magicians? Uh, it's basically the same thing. However, sorry, <laughs> nerds coming out. Um, <laughs> I myself am considered a level two magician. I am a level four mage. <laughs> no, uh, basically, to make it simple. Um, an illusionist is you know obviously creating illusions with what you can see. Uh huh. Mentalist is doing stuff with your mind. It's like, think of your pin code. It's 2468. <laughs> oh, did I get it? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to quit the show right here. Yeah. That would have been. Here, let's edit that out and let's do it again. And okay. you just tell me your pin code. Yeah, and, and then, then I'll okay. Announce, okay so, it, announce it to everybody. So, 3455. Five. Okay. Yeah. Your pin code is 3455. Five. Wow. Yeah. So, you must be a level two. No, I'm a level four mage. Uh, but. <laughs> but yeah, so he's a mentalist. He started out as a magician, like a restaurant ma- mage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to Darren Brown. Darren Brown, yes, in England, and he does. He's well worth your watch. But he did this series on mind control and experiments where he would use his entertainment skills and talents. And apply them to these social experiments. There's probably a lot of dramatization going on because it is for television. But there's a lot of truth to it as well. Are you saying television manipulates people in a way? I'm saying just like this show that we're doing right now, (laughs) not everything that is recorded goes as planned. So you have to cut stuff out. (laughs) You have to cut out some of the fat to get to the steak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not part of the production company, but I do know that there's probably some edits going on. Not necessarily edits to make him more impressive, but, you know, there's some dramatization going on. But anyway, he's done stuff that I highly recommend. One on the the assassination, one that we watched that was supposed to tie into Robert Kennedy's assassination, where he took this normal human being. And you can watch for all the details because we're running short on time. Basically ran through a series of experiments, found someone who's most suggestible, then took them on a journey through the mind, and they ended up being convinced to assassinate a poor Stephen Fry. I actually will be going back and watching that episode because that was really, really interesting. I know we saw, I saw it in bits, but I recommend it for our listeners too. It was fascinating. With what they could do with mind, the mind and hypnosis. I recommend that one and the rest, and I expect a full report at our next meeting. But really, he wanted to just do a little social experiment, just like those what would you do 
shows on ABC, but to the next level. Which is weird how the What Would You Do shows get all the hype and press, but these shows that are really well done get nothing. That is kind of sad. I This was a cool <laughs> show. This is a cool show. I'll, I would be flocked around the television if this was on, on our channel, but unfortunately it's only in the BBC. But really what this is showing is what is possibly being done, perhaps is being done by... I think what... Sorry to cut you off. I think this is what it's illustrating is what could be done. What is what can be done? What can be done? There's a lot of arguments made for certain killers of perhaps the Vegas, perhaps the Aurora uh, shooter, perhaps other ISIS individuals who aren't necessarily, I don't know the right word, soldiers or tribe members or wherever the case is, but they're really just pawns who are going through some sort of MK Ultra like I'm going to use like because I don't know. We don't, yeah, that's the thing we don't know. Some form of mind control, and it is some form of mind control. I mean, whether they're consciously doing it or not, like, you gotta be in some state of mind to go from a natural human being to wanting to do this. But there's a lot of evidence, I'm using quotes, for it being under some sort of suggestibility when these acts take place, such as the Robert Kennedys. I, I like how I got called out for being all conspiracy when I was talking about the media. <laughs> and I'm just not going to say anything about this. But no, I, I get what you're saying. And I, I mean, we got to, we got to look at this. We got to see this. Like if, if he, okay, this is made for TV. You know, if someone was able to hypnotize someone to assassinate someone else. And let's just for argument's say, sake say that was, that was real. Wait. I'm talking about the Darren Brown. Well, it wasn't it, it wasn't real. Like, no, no one didn't die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for all the person doing it knew, yes, he was assassinating this guy. Like for the person they trained to do this thing, like Oh, I see. Okay. For all he knew, yes, he was assassinating this individual. So if that for argument's well, sake was well, real. I, well, like the show went on, this guy actually didn't know what he did because he was under hypnosis the entire time, just like the Robert Kennedy killing the killer after being interviewed afterwards this is back in the day where like the killers didn't always die oh you mean like back in the day when mk ultra was kind of going on what <laughs> no <laughs> no you know how like in most killings now the killer's always dead afterwards or commit suicide yeah. or whatnot even though i'm still skeptical about that because there's that suicide by cop thing where they're like oh he's asking for it so Suicide by cop where you, you don't necessarily kill do the action of killing yourself, but the cop kills you, but it's called suicide by cop because you basically provoked it. It's not always when a cop kills you. Don't, that leads to a whole nother discussion. <laughs> I'm saying suicide by cop is like where you provoke. This is all argument aside for cop actions that are not exactly ethical there. That's good. <laughs> but yes, a suicide by cop is technically when a cop is provoked to kill you but yeah robert kennedy back when they didn't always die after when he was interviewed he didn't even know what happened i mean but we also have to you're not meant i mean he must have not mentally have been there you know what i'm saying there's well obviously he's not mentally there like in some way shape or form but but to argue that was hypnosis is is interesting is interesting but I mean, that was around the same time when this was going on, or like the 60s and 70s. Who's to say this isn't happening now? Not to get all woo-woo on everybody, but I'm saying if they were capable of that so many years ago, imagine what we're capable of now. Or do you think maybe we hit that limit? You know, do you think there's a there's a stopping point and we hit that stopping point? So for argument's sake, if Robert Kennedy was killed by someone who was under hypnosis, who had no idea what they were doing. Do you think that as the military government progressed along with times, do you think our education in hypnotizing people and controlling following people got family. better? Yes, and following the in following that. Do you think it got better or do you think there's a point where it just didn't it just kind of were at that same point? Or did it even happen? I mean, that's what we're working with. I think it's happening. I think it happened, but I think the skills are definitely honed in. I don't like we were, like I said before we were able to cut out the fat now. I mean, unless there's some sick individuals, which there are, 
we won't go into that, but unless there are some sick individuals, like there are people who know that lobotomies don't always work. <laughs> like that's been proven. But <laughs> there might be someone who's like, maybe, <laughs> maybe this one time. But we know that like lobotomies don't work. So let's cut that out. But we do know that giving an overdose of insulin and putting the person into a seizure sometimes works. So now we use that a little more. Like you said, we're cutting the fat. We're figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And the recently they're talking about, again, I'm always going down a rabbit hole and I sound crazy, but chips in the brain. I mean, to me, that seems like the ultimate form of mind control. Well, chips in the brain would be a lot easier than doing the media manipulation. (laughs) You just download thoughts and advertisements. God, the advertisers would have a ball. I wish we could download thoughts into our heads. No. 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 You could buy emotions. There's something to be said about hard work and studying. I'm saying we had chips in our brains, right? Like a little SD card, for instance. We'd be the stupidest individuals no, out there. No, no, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if we had little chips in our brains, you know, little slots and go in and out, mm-hmm. we could download information like we would on an iPod. Mm-hmm. Whew. Like, what if you're like, you're sitting here right now and you're like, oh, I want to throw pebbles on my boyfriend's window, have him open it, and I'll be out there playing the guitar. But I don't know how to play guitar. So I'm going to go Google. It's going to be a new set of Google because now we have chips. But you're going to, you're going to Google like this download for guitar skills. And like you're going to import it into your brain. Now you can play guitar. You don't see the issue in that whatsoever. Like I mean, that example is great in theory. But you don't see the what problem. Who, uh... You guys might have to Google this too figure out the exact reason but there's a kit uh, you are making that face like you know the story no, I i'm going to give a couple ideas because i could be wrong on half of them but he either drowned mm-hmm. went into a coma he had some sort of traumatic event happen to him when he came out of it he could speak a different language fluently yes okay so if we have a chip in the brain we'd be able to speak languages everyone would be connected we we would it like, would get Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone, would, Rosetta Stone. They're probably panicking right now. The <laughs> makers of Rosetta Stone are going to be. What are we going to do? Imagine how expensive. Anyways, so let's just say you can access the internet okay, from your yes, brain. It'd be expensive, but but that would be the issue. It's like no one would actually know okay, anything. Well, Rosetta Stone is about a couple hundred dollars, right, for a full Rosetta Stone yeah. level one through whatever. If this chip and it just says fluent Spanish cost me four thousand dollars i'd do it because rosetta stone you still have to put in the work and it's not guaranteed you're gonna learn the language mm-hmm. but this fluent spanish chip four thousand dollars guaranteed great and let's just stick that in our kids and fluent english and so all our kids have these chips and in our bro- Flu- no i'm not saying that i'm saying we'll just i'm just sticking with fluent the languages fluent. fluent no i'm just sticking with the languages fluent english in our kids okay they're two and they're already speaking someone hacks your system and puts democrat or republic i'm not even getting to that i'm just talking <laughs> language so we have these fluent things all of a sudden your chip goes out you get hacked by some hacker out there and your chip goes out wait, you won't be able to speak english because it's wait. in your it's in your head but wait. <laughs> but wait but wait you still have a brain you do but why would you use it because you're, you you've got access you're using, to everything you are using spanish every single day of your life your I can brain's use, gotta connect to some of that at some point it's a little bit but you wouldn't be fluent in spanish if you had this exactly like that's where we'd be like if we i've been taking spanish taught, last semester i still don't know more in hola and C. <laughs> exactly so if you had the chip in your brain it's like having like a google translate in your brain you I don't, don't remember that. that though you wouldn't actually learn it we'd be pancake people we'd know a lot we know a lot, but a little bit about pancake what we know. People. Yeah, pancake people. We know like little facts about here everything. Like Ola is Spanish, but we wouldn't know actually. We wouldn't know the depth of it. Why We'd be spread pan- thin because oh, okay. pancakes are spread thin. Like, like, <laughs> <people? laughs> 
whatever food is spread thin you can use. But you're getting what I'm well, saying. We, we a lot of some stuff <laughs> and spread thin on others so we'd be like waffle people. <laughs> no, we want to be like waffle people. But like you don't want to be a pancake person where you know a little bit about a lot but you don't know anything in depth that's like no it's not it's like it would be like you know all the languages with your chip in but as soon as your chip comes out you know hola hello ciao you know the little bit you know before we're screwed no we're not screwed because i only know hola ciao and whatnot now however if i have that chip I'm just getting better, so losing the chips only going to bring me back down to where I am right now. Yeah, but that's with the knowledge you have now. But when we put it in kids who have no prior knowledge to this whatsoever, children who do not know the English language like we know it, I don't know it that well. But you put it in someone who's never had this prior experience, generations coming up, that's where the problem is. It's not with, it's it would be with us, but it's okay, not but entirely with us. Who's say we aren't going to do that? Because there's a whole argument about us replacing like employees and they're doing a lot of places with robots. Yeah, that's... So why wouldn't they do it now with people? Because if you can, why put in the work? Right, so like parents would be like, oh, my kid's chipped. They already know everything. I don't have to be there and teach them anything. You know, it's kind of like the chip will do the job for me. I mean, exactly. Why put in the work? I, this You don't see the problem with the chip in the brain? No, I see a whole <laughs> lot of... Pro- <laughs> I know you're getting worried. I see a whole lot of problem with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. My whole role here, I feel, of this show is being the devil's advocate for every topic that comes up. <laughs> and I appreciate that role you play. I mean, I may be a meat eater, but if we get into the... I will argue against eating meat all day long if that's my role in the show. And I'm sure you would support that. I, I, I really wouldn't care at that. If we're talking about meat, we're doing something wrong in our show. Because this is a paranormal show. We are. This is paranormal. This is not normal. This is spooky. It's spooky. It's chilling having a chip in your brain. It's paranormal. But you get what I'm saying. There's issues when it comes to mind control and the fact that we're already thinking about a chip that would give you access to the internet, give you every single language you need to know, teach you how to play that cute song in the guitar. We'd be the most boring people out there. We already have access to all of that at our fingertips. And try having a conversation with someone without their phone. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I can't even do this show without the phone, apparently, because it keeps <laughs> lighting up. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but you can get a chip for personality, too. <laughs> like, what if we're... To be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we go on a date, right? Okay. Hypothetical. Uh-huh. Like, we're on a date, and, yeah. like, yeah, right now it's the worst date there could possibly be. No candles, no nothing. Uh-uh. But say we're on a date, right? And no it's, atmosphere. <laughs> and it's just going horribly. Mm-hmm. Like dry as can be because my chip's wrong or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I go to the bathroom, quote unquote. I spread to my book of chips. I'd be like, interesting. Put that in. I try to take notes of what she said earlier. She, like She's like, oh, I'm a calculus major. Then I'm like, calculus but cool as a, a an add-on <laughs> to where I can hip like talk about calculus in a hip way. <laughs> like I know the lingo. Like it would be beautiful. It would be a fake connection. It would be, it would not be. It would be like have you ever dated someone who pretended to be someone else the entire time and then you found out no, that's usually my role. <laughs> so you that's great (laughs) so you pretend to be the other person but then eventually like the real you comes out and then they're not yeah it gets weird but you get what there's an issue (laughs) your battery died in your chip and all of a sudden you go from being cool like there would be no need for schools because you download everything you need and then we'd have kids growing up even faster than they are now is there a need for school a whole different 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 is there a need for school (laughs) No, I feel like school's more of a game of catch-up nowadays than it is of actually learning. Like, oh, before we can actually learn this fe- this concept, we are already on to concept number two, and then three, but this part could probably be edited out because it has nothing to do with MKUltra, and we're going down a whole other route. <laughs> Back to MKUltra, which could be chips in the brain, so that wasn't necessarily a rabbit hole. They should have started with chips in the brain. They didn't have that technology. It they didn't even. So much it would have been easier. We would have had one right now. You what was it, 1950? If 
They can make ships teleport. You think they can put chips in the brain? <laughs> they, they they couldn't make it. <laughs> Sorry, tough topic for you. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to listen to that episode, we did one on the Philadelphia experiment. But you know, so we we got an interesting time. All these conspiracy theories start in like the fifties, guy or forties, like Roswell, Roswell. Roswell. <laughs> Thinking about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we've got MK Ultra. That would be the ultimate form of mind control if we got that chip. So be weird, aware of that. I think the MK Ultra of today is the media. 100% is the media. If I could relate it to anything, I would say it's the media. Obviously, they're not torturing us. They're not putting us through horrible experiments. But the biggest way to control a lot of people would probably be through the media and those are my thoughts thank you very much andrea for giving us your thoughts on micultra that about sums it up for me as well i hope you guys enjoyed this thorough discussion of mk ultra and i hope that you tune in next week when we discuss the three christ of ypsilanti which is something you guys don't want to miss, especially if you are interested in manipulating people into their own identities or out of their own identities. So definitely check for that show next week. But thank you guys so much for listening today, and I hope you guys liked it. (laughs) 